What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is Saturday, October 23rd, 2021, and instead of talking about college football like we normally do, we're going to be talking about the Chicago Bulls, who have kicked off their season 2-0, and have the potential of going 3-0 tonight after playing Detroit again. It's going to be very interesting. I'm very excited to talk about this rejuvenated Bulls team. We talked about it all off-season long, and they are showing out. We had an amazing game last night for you against the New Orleans Pelicans, Without Zion Williamson, that's completely understandable to why we got this win. We definitely should have gotten this win, especially with guys missing like Cade Cunningham and the Pistons and Zion missing for the Pelicans. It's definitely a win the Bulls should have. But you look at it from this perspective. Think about it like this. Last year, th- last year, this time last year, do the Bulls have an easy win against either of those teams? The answer is no, because they should win those games. But you know that Wendell Carter Jr., Laurie Marketing, who, by the way, either of those guys, you don't know if they're fully healthy, um, and, and so many others, you don't know what you have in that. And, and you don't know if it's an easy win. Now, you can say that. Now you can say, you know what? We expect to win, and we know that we can, and that we should. There's an expectation now. The Chicago Bulls had an amazing game last night. Lonzo Ball, first of all, we have to talk about Lonzo Ball. He did not have the highest score on the stat sheet, but he had the best stat sheet. This man had a triple-double and topped off the triple-double with an amazing pass. An amazing pass to Alex Caruso for a slam dunk. It was an amazing dunk by Alex Caruso. So much fun to watch. Um, It it was just amazing. It's amazing. We're currently tied for second in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks are at first. I don't know why. We both have two wins apiece, but it is what it is. They don't want to see us win. We were in first place yesterday. Um, You know, we're we're, we're atop of the East. We're atop of the East. It's only been two games. The Lakers are 0-2, so there's not a lot of stock that you could really put into that. Um... But it's an amazing start. It's an amazing start and it's an amazing look. And if these guys can stay healthy, there's no there's no chance in this world that I think this Bulls team misses the playoffs if they stay healthy. Billy Donovan is completely utilizing these guys to their max potential. Io is even getting good minutes. He's getting good looks, good reads. He's really developing well. We don't even have Kobe White yet. I think that's one of our biggest things we're looking at right now. Um, I'm just really excited for it. I'm really excited to continue to see what this Bulls team has to offer, but we're going to talk about the stat sheet as a whole. The stat sheet last night was amazing, and and let's let's look at it from this perspective too. Before before we get into the stat sheet, I I I got way ahead of myself. There's a point I wanted to make. We have literally gotten to a point where Bulls fans are getting everything we want again. Now look back to last offseason. You know what I mean? There were so many guys we wanted. There were so many guys we had the chance to draft. And, and you know, we, we were skeptical. We were very skeptical of it. And, and they went the Patrick Williams route and they said, we will show you. We will show you why we, we are wrong. Um, we love Pat. We love everything Pat's doing. And so far, they've proven us right. But because of Gar Pax and Gar Foreman and, and John Paxton, you know, we're skeptical of every single move that this front office makes. Now our tourists has completely flipped this franchise on its head to a respectable program, to a respectable front office, and to a respectable organization. It's been nothing but success. Now, you remember, if you've been listening to me for a while, or if you're new, um, just to recap, at the beginning of the offseason, and I said it way before the offseason as well, you know what I mean? I wanted Vucevic and Lonzo at the deadline. I, I really did think we could have got Laurie Market in, into New Orleans, and, and they could have taken that, but... I'm sure I'm sure they just weren't willing to do that at the time. But I said during the offseason, you need 
there, there were two ways I was looking at it. Because of the Damian Lillard situation and because of everything that was going on, I said it can go one of two ways. You can either trade for Damian Lillard and run it Vucevic, La, uh, Vucevic Levine, and, um, Vuce, uh, and, and Dame. I'm sorry. There's too many names going on. We have too many stars. Um, but yeah, Vucevic, Dame, and La, uh, Levine. Um, so, so yeah, that was, that was one of the options, but my second option, and you can go back and you can track it to where I said it. This is the first time I asked for everything and I got almost everything. I asked for Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan and Derrick Rose or another guard. Now, Derrick Rose was my preferable guy because again, I, I just felt like it would be a great story for him to return and for him to, you know, finish what he started and potentially be a championship contender with the Bulls again after a rejuvenated career. Um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, he decided that he wanted to stay with Tibbs and, and Taj and, and New York City. And I feel like, you know, that was the best business decision for him rather than come back to Chicago with a completely new front office team. He wouldn't really know anybody here. Um, you know, but, but, but that's the point I'm trying to make right now is that you still got me Lonzo Ball. You still got me DeMar DeRozan and you still said we tried to get Derek, but then we ended up getting Caruso who's an NBA champion, who's only 27 years old. People act like Caruso because of, you know, his physical appearance, him being bald. A lot of people think Caruso's older, but Caruso's a young guy. Caruso's a Skywalker. Caruso can dunk. We saw that last night. He's an amazing player. He's an amazing playmaker and a, and a floor general, really. Um, but I'm really excited about that. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't just say, okay, we didn't get, we didn't get Rose, but we're happy with these two. No, you went out and you still got a stud. Um, that's why I'm happy. That's why I think we have so many more moves that we're still going to continue to make. I, I don't think the Bulls are done. I, I definitely think if someone is available at the trade deadline, we're definitely going to go out there and we're going to make moves. Um, you know, we're not going to trade anybody on the current roster, but I definitely think they're willing to give up these picks to get another superstar. We saw them do that with, you know, Aaron Gordon and, and others, you know, that, by that, I mean, um, you know, we're, we're talking about the front office who, brought in um, Aaron Gordon and others, you know, we brought them into the Bulls organization. They were with Denver, not Arturis, but um, I believe his name is Mark, Mark Evans. Um, but yeah, so that's, that, that's the way I'm looking at it. That's the, that's the perspective that I'm giving personally. Um, I, I'm just so happy with this team and so happy with this organization. And now to not even talk about the way they're playing, let's talk about that. Lonzo Ball last night. The Chicago Bulls win this game 128 to 112 against the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Brandon Ingram had a pretty good game. He had 34 minutes, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, and 26 points. Valanchunas, 33 minutes, 18 points, 3 assists, and 8 uh, rebounds. Um, and everybody else was just kind of there. You know what I mean? But um, Thomas Sadaraski, by the way, 7 minutes and zeros across the board. So it looked great for us. We were definitely locking up the former Chicago Bull. Um, I do miss Sato, but I also understand that he just doesn't fit the winning timeline. Um, I definitely think he could be solid for this team and this rotation, especially when Zion is back. Um, but as of right now, he's, he's definitely not effective to that rate. Um, but let's talk about the Bulls. First of all, like I said, got to talk about Lonzo Ball. 35 minutes, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and 17 points. Lonzo Ball looked amazing last night. It was, it was, it was fucking insane. It was insane. We had... 52, basically 53% uh, percentage from the field goal. Um, Three-pointers, we were basically sitting at 50%. 
Um, we went 14 for 28. It was an amazing night. Uh, field goals, we had 47 for 89. It, it was just a great night. Free throws, 20 for 25. We had an 80% there. Um, it, it was a great night. It was a great night all around. We had seven blocks and nine steals and only 14 turnovers, um, which is a lot. But I feel like with, with such a new team, we're still getting used to that. Um, but but I'm loving I'm loving what we're seeing from the Chicago Bulls so far, and especially Lonzo Ball leading the way. Because it's not like Lonzo Ball is 10, 10, and 10. Like, 17 points, that's exactly what you need from Lonzo Ball. Like, that's what we're expecting, especially with the three ball that he's been shooting. His jump shot looks amazing. He completely transformed it. He completely got in the lab and just redesigned the entire form. Um, it looks completely different. And honestly, if we're talking about a three-point uh, ball, I think it goes Lonzo Jello. And then Lamelo now, like just off of form alone, I feel like Jello definitely knocks them down more and at a more effective rate. But you can't really give him number one respectfully until you're in the league, because I can't base off what you do in in the G League or what you did in college or what you did you know overseas versus you know NBA caliber guys. So 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 I definitely do. I definitely would say that, and if and if you want, you can definitely put Lamelo at two, just because he has done it against guys in the league. Um, but I just feel like Jello, if he got the opportunity, would be better um, from the three ball at least. But I'm really liking what we're seeing from Zach, uh, from uh, Lonzo Ball. Um, I, I, it's just it's just amazing to me to think that this man, you know, gets ran out of L.A. He goes to New Orleans and he completely just takes over and, and develops his game in such a quiet way. And now that he's in Chicago, he said, okay, I got something for you. I got something for all of you. And, he, and he's definitely making a name for himself. I'm proud of him. And let's be quite honest. The New, uh, not the New York, I'm par- pardon me. Um, the, the LA Lakers definitely, definitely miss Lonzo Ball right now because they are 0-2. And they are having a lot of problems with turnovers and just overall shooting the basketball with Russell Westbrook. And, you know, I'm a big Brody guy. I'm a big Westbrook fan. Um, but for what this team needs, I don't. Th- I didn't feel like they needed another superstar. Personally, not to get too deep into the Lakers, that's a conversation for a different day. But I felt like a Buddy Heald, a Derrick Rose, or a Lonzo Ball would fit a lot more um, fit a lot better than a than a Russell Westbrook. I feel like there's too many cooks in the kitchen with that, um, and, and not enough waiters. And, and I feel like Lonzo Ball, Derrick Rose, Buddy Hill, they can shoot the ball, and they definitely could be a cook. Um, but they're also waiters. They like to serve it up to other guys. They like to facilitate the floor. They they like to be that general. They like to take your order down. They like to understand what's going on. And, and I, I hope you all like that. Uh, I hope y'all like that um, little setup I got there, but I, I'm really feeling that, and I, and I really do feel that, and I feel like Buddy Heald is also an amazing three-point shooter. Um, Lonzo Ball completely changed the way he shoots the ball. Um, you know, he's he's a kid from California, so I feel like, you know, Chino Hills, so I definitely feel like the return of Lonzo Ball is the same principle of the return as Derrick Rose, um, to the sense that it's a hometown hero, and and he's definitely coming back better than, than how he left. Um, but with that being said... He's on the Bulls. Y'all snoozed. Not my fault. Um, but going into our next topic is Zach Levine, who is my dark horse MVP candidate for the year. I definitely think he's being slept on. In his first game, he averages 34 points. Um, in the second game, he has 32 minutes for 32 points, six rebounds, and five assists. Zach Levine is playing at MVP la- caliber level. He is averaging more points than LeBron James. He is averaging more points than half the guys in the league. Zach Levine, if he leads this Bulls to not only the playoffs, but a high seeding, 
is my MVP on the year. And you can't tell me otherwise because without him, Alex Caruso is starting at the shooting guard position and I or Kobe White. And I really don't know how far this team can go being led by Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, and Vucevic. I think they still are a good team, but Zach Levine takes them over the hump to serious playoff contenders. And, and I truly do believe that. He's been, you know, last year's his first time All-Star. Um, I felt like he got snubbed in 2019. Um, or no, yeah, 2019, and then in 2020, he becomes an All-Star. Um, 2021, he's just looked amazing. He's looked, with, without a doubt, he's looked amazing. Um, I don't know if I got those years right, because honestly, with COVID and the pandemic and everything, I'm totally fucked up on the way seasons go, and especially the way that bubble season went. It, it was just a mess. So pardon me if I got the stats wrong. I know some of you are probably punching the air right now that, that I got that wrong. So sorry, but um, it, it's definitely a situation to me that I think, if they all remain healthy, even not all, if, if the majority of the starters stay healthy, I think this team is just so playoff bound. And Zach Levine, if he continues at this rate, um, even if every night's not 30 plus points, if it's just 26 to 30 points, I definitely think he is an MVP candidate without question. And he's also a fucking Skywalker. And I would love to see him in the dunk contest. Um, but I think he also knows he's trying to make the playoffs. He don't give a fuck about the dunk contest. Two-time dunk contest champion. Um, you know, without that one or two time, I forget, but, um, it's, it's definitely a conversation where I'm looking at it. Like he doesn't have anything to prove. Um, he also understands his body and the rest that it needs, you know, coming off that ACL injury way back when in Minnesota. Um, so, so I definitely understand why he might not do it, but it would be great to see. Um, because last year's was so weak, so weak. I, this year, this year, I want to see Levine, Zion, Ja. Everybody, Lamelo, I need, I need everybody in that bitch because last year was just sorry as fuck, like literally horrible. Um, so yeah. Um, next up we got Vucevic. You know, thirty-one minutes, four rebounds, five assists, and seventeen points. Um, no, or sorry, four rebounds, five assists, and ten points. I'm not seeing exactly what I want from Vucevic right now. Um. I just feel like he's he's playing good team ball. He's definitely playing good team ball, and he's doing just enough what he has to do. He's playing decent defense, um, but I need to see more from Vucin hitting those open shots. I, I definitely think he's in the paint, and he's getting open looks, um, and, and he's just not hitting them, or you know he's creating turnovers, or what have you. Like, it's just, it's, it's been a rough start for Vucin. I'm not concerned, um, but I definitely think, like we said in the last episode, that Vucevic is one of those guys that I'm looking at and I'm questioning how do you play with a bunch of other stars um, and, and what I mean by that is simply the fact that being in Orlando for as long as he was you really only had Aaron Gordon there you know what I mean Markel Fultz it really wasn't like that um, you know what I mean so it, it's definitely a situation where and even Cole Anthony like it wasn't it wasn't deep like that um, so I look at it from that perspective then you go into last year he looked great with Zach Levine um, but it was really only Zach Levine. Like, Kobe White really wasn't doing much. Uh, Laurie Markkinen was injured for the most part and, and, and wasn't really playing that big role. Um, so it was really just Zach and Vooch the entire time. And you know what I mean? So, you know, you did have Thaddeus Young and you did have a couple other guys that were really going off from time to time. But Vooch really was that second option. I'm trying to make sure to say this correctly because I'm not trying to discredit Vooch. He is an all-star. He is a, one of the top 10 best bigs in the league right now. Um, so I, I am going to say this, but I need you guys to hear me out 
is me just saying when you get those shots, because now you're not the second option, you're more like the third or fourth, depending on the night, because I feel like him and DeMar DeRozan definitely could rotate depending on who gets hot at the right time. Um, And, you know, you get those random nights where Patrick Williams will probably go off or Alex Caruso or Kobe White or so on and so forth. Um, But when you get those open looks, I need you to hit those shots. And I know it's easier said than done. And coming from me, that means nothing because I never played in the league or even played in college. Um, but it's definitely something where I'm seeing it and I see you get these easy opportunities and these easy buckets that I know you can hit. Um, I just think because he doesn't have a rhythm and he's not, you know, getting as many shots as he used to, he needs to come out hot. And I think he comes out a little cold sometimes. Um, that's what I've noticed throughout preseason. By the way, if we're counting preseason, the Bulls are currently six and zero, baby. We're six and zero. Um, I know we're only two and zero in in all regular season wise, um, and, and in reality, but we're six and zero, and that's great for the chemistry of this team. I'm loving what we're seeing so far. Um, but yeah, that, that's my biggest thing with Vooch. I think he's going to be perfectly fine. I am not concerned. Um, but I definitely think he's just learning how to play with more talent around him. And, and Billy Donovan definitely will recognize that and help him throughout practice. I truly do believe that. I believe that full heartedly. Um, you know, next up we got, though, we got DeMar DeRozan, 32 minutes, 26 points, four assists, and six rebounds. Amazing game from DeMar DeRozan. He's coming out as that second option, uh, scoring-wise, at least. You know, I think Lonzo Ball is obviously one of those guys you could see as a second option, but they're definitely doing their thing. Um, and, and that's my point. On any given night, it could be Vooch being the third, second option, or it could be DeMar DeRozan. You really don't know. Um, and and that's, a, that's an amazing problem to have. Like, you, you saw that with the Warriors mid-2010s. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it could have been, been Iguodala. It could have been Curry. It could have been KD. It could have been Clay, It could have been Draymond. You didn't know. Um, <clears throat> and, and by the way, Clay snubbed off the top 75 of all time list. Fucking ridiculous. Um, another conversation for another day. But, um, and Tracy McGrady, too. And Dwight Howard crazy. Um, and by the way, Derrick Rose being the only MVP off that list. I know there's still a lot for him to prove, um, but I expect him on that top 100 of all time when it's all said and done. With that being said, unrelated conversation for a different day. Um, I know I definitely just pissed some people off with that last comment, but I, you want an MVP, so I don't see how you can't. You know what I mean? Like we, We've got a lot of guys on there who have done a lot less. Um, and it is, is in a totally different era. But, you know, with that being said, I love everything. Sorry for the pause. I'm trying to gather my thoughts. I love everything we're seeing right now from this core. I think they're all playing great team ball. I think they're playing with the right, you know, the right type of movement. By that, I mean, I think we definitely play fast. Um, but Lonzo Ball definitely and Caruso definitely can slow it down when it needs to be slowed down. Um, and, and that was my thing with Vooch. I feel like Vooch is, isn't very used to playing fast. Um, you know, that wasn't their thing in Orlando. And that really wasn't the thing with the Bulls last year because they didn't have enough pieces to play fast. So I'm looking at it from that perspective. And that's where I think Vooch needs to adjust. When that ball gets whipped to you, bro, I need you to take that shot at an effective rate. And, and that's, that's where I was coming from. And, and I think having DeMar and having Lonzo and, and Zach... I definitely, and Caruso, I definitely think that speeds it up. Um, so I'm not blaming Vooch at all. I think him and DeMar are going to play a lot of, you know, who's number two, who's number three all year long. 
Um, and I think that's a great problem to have. I, I definitely think they're both willing to sacrifice that. Um, I, I have no issue with that. I'm really excited for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I love what we're seeing from all of them right now. Next up, we got Patrick Williams. 24 minutes, four rebounds, zero assists, and eight points. Again, we talked about this the other day. I think this is an early Jimmy Butler type of career for him now. Um, we're not really going to see him develop into the guy that he could have been if this is a rebuilding team. And by that, I mean the same way you see Lonzo Ball early on with LeBron and, and Kyle Kuzma and, and others. You know what I mean? Like Brandon Ingram is still going to be that guy, um, but it's because they don't. he didn't need to develop much more. You know what I mean? Like he was ready to shine in that moment, whereas Lonzo needed more time to develop, and rightfully so. Um, and, and Kyle Kuzma just needed more opportunities that he didn't get because of Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James and so on and so forth. Um, but I, I definitely think when you're on a championship caliber team like Jimmy Butler was early on when he first came to Chicago in those MVP Derrick Rose days, um, he didn't get those opportunities as well, which caused for a later development. And had he gotten those opportunities, who knows what that Bulls team truly could have been early on. Um, but, you know, there, the, the what ifs and, and what could have been, we could do that all day. Um, but I definitely do think that Patrick Williams will shine. Um, his time will come to be one of the top guys on this team. Um, but I definitely think it's all going to come with time. And I think he has, like I said the other day, I think he has great mentors and great individuals around him, an amazing front office that knows they care about him. Um, he knows they care about him. Um, they were willing to take him number four and, and, you know, they believed in that. And, and they also knew that they were ready to bring in guys who are ready to win now. So I feel like that's why they took Pat, um, because guys like Denny Abdia, Abdija, um, and, and then Obi Toppin and others, um, as good as they are, I, I don't think they flourish as well. And you see that you see that with Obi, you know, the Knicks make the playoffs and Obi Toppin really is, um, just not there. You know what I mean? From an offensive level. Um, so he's not really infiltrated into that offense whatsoever. And I feel like with Pat, he still is. And he's still very effective on a defensive level. This kid's an amazing defender. They call him the paw for a reason. He'll block the shit out of you if you give him the opportunity. Um, and he can steal the ball, too, at a pretty decent rate. So I'm really looking forward to see what we get from with Pat. Um, again, when you're that five or four or five option, it's definitely, it's definitely hard to continue to develop. Um, but with the right guys around you, I definitely think, you know, it, it's definitely going to come in practice. And I definitely think you're going to have to see that more in practice from him. Um, but I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited what we got from Pat. Next up, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Carugo. Alex Caruso. Um, 32, uh, not two, 32, 29 minutes, 30 rebound, or three rebounds, pardon me, getting excited. Three assists and nine points. And those nine points, man, they counted they were great um he, he did the slam dunk lob from lonzo ball oh my goodness the steal passing it to lonzo or uh caruso gets it passes it to lonzo lonzo passes it back and this is the dunk it was just beautiful it was a work of art if you haven't watched it you definitely need to i will have it up on my instagram um on mike on the mic podcast definitely check that out i shared it on my mine uh it's mike.huggies h-u-g-g-i-e-s uh it's my name spelled wrong because no one can ever say huge right um but it, it's definitely something you guys need to check out it's on the bulls social media it's one of the, and and house of highlights we made it on espn sports center house of highlights the whole nine yards the bulls are getting love by the media for the first time and i don't know how long 
Um, so, so I'm loving this. And, and a big part of why, I talked about this on the ASAP network, um, a big part of why I think we're starting to get love is because Garpax is gone. The front office is gone. Ryan's Dwarf gave it, took it over to his son. Um, the biggest thing for me right now, I feel like, is that you can take us seriously again because we're not a joke of an organization who just lets guys like Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, Rojan Rondo, um, and, 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 you know, Taj Gibson, Joakim Noah, and all of these other, and, and Tom Thibodeau all walk. We let them all go. Um, for bumps, and, and we had no sense of direction of where we were going. The only reason the bull or uh, the Gar Foreman and John Paxson, you know, had somewhat of a future to leave us was because they traded Jimmy Butler for Zach Levine. Um, and and let's be real, if they didn't get Zach Levine in that trade and it was just straight up Laurie Marketing, we would not be where we are today. And to be quite honest, the Minnesota Timberwolves would be very very good. Uh, you know, you got Carl Anthony Towns, and then you got Zach Levine, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, that would be, that team would be nice. That team would be nice. Um, probably don't get Anthony Edwards, but, you know, that, that team is still nice even without Anthony. I definitely think that's even better if you ask me. Um, not long term, but it, it's definitely a win now mode. Um, I still think Minnesota is going to be pretty relatively decent. Um, but, it's definitely it's definitely something that they left us, um, and and that was one of their only good moves, I think, especially because Jimmy did want out, um, understandably so, because he hated the fucking front office and Fred Hoiberg. But, <laughs> um, you, you know that speaks volumes. But that that's another thing I think too is is Billy Donovan is one of those respected guys that you just don't hate Billy. Everybody likes Billy for the most part. Um, I've never heard anybody say anything negative about Billy throughout his entire career. But yeah, to continue to go on on what we were talking about, Javante Green, uh, 17 minutes, one rebound, one assist, and 10 points. Then we got Brown, you know, Troy Brown. He had a great game. He's really effective in what he does. Six points, one assist, two rebounds in 16 minutes. Johnson, eight points in, two, uh, in 14 minutes, two assists, and eight rebounds. Bradley had two minutes, one rebound, zero assists, and two points. Io had zero points, one assist, one rebound, and two minutes. Jones Jr., two minutes, zeros across the board. And Thomas, two minutes, zeros across the board. Um, someone I'm really excited to see, though, and I, I feel like it's more of a development year, is Marco. Um, Marco is the young center from Europe that we got in the in last year's draft with Patrick Williams, but we didn't have the rights to him because he was too young and he still had to play one more year overseas. I'm really excited what we have in him. Um, I'm excited, you know, how we're going to continue to develop him and how Vucevic can mentor him into being a great big in this league. Um, I feel like this kid's a shooter. I feel like this kid can definitely knock him down if you ask him to. And he's big. He's over seven feet tall. Like, this kid can hoop. Um, I feel like it's more of a, Yante, a Giannis Antetokounmpo type thing, though. Um, not saying he is the next Giannis. Not at all saying he is the ex, not, ex, next Giannis, pardon me. Um, but I'm definitely saying the first couple years or first few years could potentially just be him trying to find himself in this league and, and just getting bigger and stronger before you really see him start to take a jump. Um, you know, that was early on with Giannis as well. You really didn't hear about Giannis um, early on with the Bucks. You said they said he was skinny. They said he couldn't shoot, all this other stuff. Um, he's too small. You know what I mean? So you look at it now from that perspective, and, and I definitely think, Time will tell. This kid's 19, 20 years old. Um, there's, without a doubt, I think he has a lot of time to just figure himself out. But I'm just so excited. I'm so excited for the future of this team. I continue to say that, and I will continue to say that. Um, 
what an amazing win. We play the Pistons tonight in Chicago at home. I believe no Cade Cunningham again. So I see no reason why the Bulls don't start the season 3-0 and throughout the entirety of playing as a team, if you count preseason, 7-0. So I'm really excited what this team has to offer. And I'm so excited for this team for the future and just this year in general. Um, You know, Ben Simmons still not around in Philly. Um, you know, when, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're seeing the Bucks have still dominating, but we don't know, um, you know, how this season's going to play out. The Bucks still know Kyrie Irving. So I have no doubt in my mind that this team could potentially go the distance. And I think they can give anybody a run for their money. They could even give this Lakers team a run for their money. You know what I mean? Like we do play a little undersized sometimes, um, but we have shooters and, and, and that's what changes everything. We have shooters. We have the fast break. We have very athletic individuals that can really run up the score, um, the scoreboard. And, and I'm just so excited for what the future of this team has to offer. Um, so with that being said, I can't wait to cover tonight's game. I'm so excited about it. So excited for this team. If you want, I, I am dropping it. If you want, if you're just a basketball fan, that's perfectly fine. I'm dropping my pregame predictions on the Bears versus Tampa Bay uh, Bucks game. Tom Brady playing in Tampa. Last year, we beat the, the defending champs. Um, we had Tom Brady confused about fourth down. Khalil Mack going crazy again. This week, he's questionable with another foot injury. Um, Robert Quinn, from what I'm understanding, will not play in this game. He is in COVID protocol, so I feel like that's huge. It's a huge loss. Uh, Travis Gibson is definitely going to get a lot of opportunities to step up this game. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Uh, Justin Fields against the GOAT. You know, maybe it's GOAT and baby GOAT. Who knows? Um, only time will tell. I'm excited to see this game. I'm excited to see what they have to offer. You know, um, Damian Williams is also one of those guys that's coming back from um, COVID protocol. So I'm excited to see what happens with that because Khalil Herbert will definitely need some help. They have one of the best rushing defenses um, in the league. So we definitely do need some help there. Um, especially with this offensive line. But that's enough Bears talk. If you want to check that out, I will drop that by tonight. Um, expect that around 10 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So be on the lookout for that. After I cover the Bulls game, I will definitely come out with that. Three videos in one day. So, um, you know, I got an off day for the ASAP Network. Got to keep busy somehow. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Bulls Nation, stand up, see red. Whatever you got to do, do it. Because we're back, baby, and we ain't going anywhere for a long time.